0: Welcome to Mind, Body, Paws with Charlie Kale. Holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind, Body, Paws on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale.
1: Hi and welcome to Mind Body Pause, Holistic Living for You and Your Animals. Thank you for being here. This is show number 55, part two Animal Healer, Heal Thyself. It's part two of a part, two part series with returning guest, Ginny Jablonski at HeartOfTheHorse.us. We're continuing the discussion about healing animals by healing yourself first, the need for self awareness, self authority, and responsibility. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate dog and cat mom, broadcaster, and Reiki master and practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Paws. I get to help people and animals de-stress and release grief, pain, and trauma from their bodies. I work with clients all over the world over Zoom or FaceTime because energy transcends space and time. Find out more at charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. And besides Reiki, I love learning new healing modalities because it's like potato chips, one is not enough. So I've gotten myself deep into more classes at Communication with All Life University with Joan Ranquet. You can take courses on animal communication, energy healing, helping wildlife, eastern philosophy modalities, business tools for having an animal business, and so many more. I'm like a kid in a candy store, so I had to enroll in the mastery program. But you can start with free classes that Joan offers all the time. And I'm proud to say she's 100% all about responsibility in this field. Go to JoanRanquet.com, J-O-A-N-R-A-N-Q-U-E-T.com. This is your safe place to honor animals, where we'll nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. My guest is back for her fifth show with me she's an animal communicator equine medicine facilitator inspirational speaker and opioid crisis advocate she found out she could telepathically communicate with plants and animals only after having a near-death experience which came as a shock to her because she was a retired international private security agent this wasn't her background but it launched her into a deep and profound journey of spiritual education and physical healing which allowed her to overcome abuse, PTSD, and the effects of Lyme disease. She now focuses on sharing the tools she used to overcome the debilitating effects of trauma for both people and animals. So, welcome back from Prescott, Arizona, Ginny Jablonski. Thank you, Charlie. I'm thrilled to be back. Oh, thank you. I mean, five shows, this is awesome. <laughs> and we are continuing the discussion about how best to heal animals by healing ourselves first, the need for self-awareness, self awareness, self authority responsibility understanding ourselves as energetic beings and exploring our own unhealed wounds unhealed wounds and how to heal that before we start trying to facilitate healing in animals and you were talking about true healing jenny not just coping mechanisms but true healing true forgiveness true resolution for ourselves within ourselves and We wanna make sure our own energy field is as clear as we can be. And find out, I love this too, find out if the animal even wants to heal because yes, they have a choice.
0: Right. Absolutely. The animals are sentient beings. They have souls just like we do. Um, they have come into this life to have an experience, to evolve as a soul, to gain wisdom through these experiences, whether they be um, perceived as positive or challenging they are here to grow and evolve as souls as well and it's important for us to begin to think that way more and more people today are waking up to their own psychic abilities and to their own Self-awareness as divine, infinite beings of light, as souls um, who have come here for various myriad reasons that, that we have all come here. We are all little, teeny, tiny pieces of the puzzle. And so are animals. And they Eventually, in the future, I am hoping that we as humanity can embrace them as being sentient beings, as being sovereign beings, and having a choice as well. So thank you for that. Most definitely. And like you said, we are just tiny little
1: pieces of the puzzle. And that's just it. We are little pieces of the puzzle that all interconnect. To need that connection with each other, and we all create the whole. And when people will will finally realize that we are all connected to each other and to the animals, and that we, you know, the whole can be a much more beautiful place, a beautiful experience by gently connecting together. We could do this. We and we need to envision that. I'm not saying be Pollyanna and and say, oh, everything's sunshine and butterflies, but envision it as a beautiful life and beautiful experience so we can raise the vibration and have the energy flow toward that end.
0: And heal our heart and by extension, our heart chakra or vice versa, healing the heart chakra and then healing the physical heart and, and our emotional heart as well. It's so important if we want to do any type of work, any type of healing work, any type of telepathic communication, interspecies communication, to have an open heart and to not be working from the intellect, from the subconscious belief systems, from the limiting paradigms of the past, where in the past these conversations haven't been as ubiquitous as they are today. We haven't been able to get together in groups and share our psychic experiences, the information that comes to us in dreams, the sense of clear knowing, clairsentience, clear cognizance um, that we experience with our animals in the barn or in domestication. And these conversations are are so beautiful today that we are able to talk about this openly. I'm so thrilled. Thank you so much. Oh, thank goodness. Um,
1: what blows my mind, yes, is that, that when people don't realize that animals are constantly communicating with us, they're sending us messages all the time. And like you just said, there are so many ways of picking up those messages.
0: Well, maybe it would be a good idea to just revisit um, just a plain vanilla introduction to psychic sure. senses and how we, as human beings and animals and plants and all life, frankly, are communicating all of the time. So, right. um, so clairvoyance is uh, known as clear, clear seeing. Where we are using our third eye, our psychic senses, our mental images forming in our um, in our inner vision, our inner sight. That's clairvoyance. Claircognizance is clear knowing. Um, some people refer to this as prognostication in terms of predicting the future, but it's also knowing, just spontaneously knowing, not hearing a voice, not reading it, not being prompted, not being, you know, asked a question, just having a knowing that something is true, past, present, or future. Clear audience is clear hearing. So we're hearing with our, it feels as if we are Hearing with our physical ears, our physical sense, but we are hearing telepathically as well. And more and more people are experiencing this today. Claire Empathy is something we could dedicate an entire show. We could probably de- dedicate three shows on Claire Empathy. Claire Empathy is defined as the ability to energetically sense and feel other people's emotions, their thoughts, their state of mind, their psychological symptomology or pathology. Uh, I'm hoping this is all making sense. I'm really giving a quick, quick overview. Of course. Clairsentience, that is a physical feeling. So um, in my life, I would call myself hypersympathetic. So if I saw someone that had a broken bone or if I met someone and I didn't know that they had um, diabetes, but I would grab my pancreas and I would say to them, are you okay?" You know, I I would know either if I saw them with a cast on or an obvious infirmity or Whether it was not obvious, I knew what illness they had. I felt their pain. Physically, I could feel it in my body. That's clear sentience, the clear physical feeling for no other reason whatsoever. Clair tendency, and these are the lesser um, known ones, uh, uh, clairs as they're called, mm-hmm. psychic senses, is when we touch something and we get information about it. And I often have people, if I'm out in a restaurant, you know, they'll hand me a ring or something, and what do you get about this? What do you get? What can you tell me about that? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's knowing. And there are television shows about people who are known to help police uh, departments, right. et cetera, when they can touch something and get information. Claire Salience is clear smelling, and in my work, I sometimes do uh, receive a smell. <laughs> Some right. time I remember being in a hotel room, you know, smelling marijuana, and going out into the hallway and wondering where the marijuana was coming from. But it was actually a marijuana plant that was trying to communicate with me. <laughs> and so, <laughs> literally. Anyway, but well, long story. We could talk for days. And then Claire Gustins is the tasting the taste so if you take some people will if there's an accident or they might an illness they might taste blood um i can oftentimes taste cinnamon or cherry or mint depending on if the if the plant kingdom is wanting to communicate with me And oftentimes animals don't communicate in all of these ways. Animals also have eight psychic senses, but they don't always use all of them. So for those of us who are working with animals, it's important for us to try as best we can to develop many of our abilities so that we can communicate with all life, because not all life has that ability, and and I think sometimes uh, some can miscategorize uh, people with particular abilities. So, for example, if someone is particularly claircognizant, but others are not claircognizant, they don't get the knowing. They don't know why they know. They just know. And others might be married more to the clairaudience or the clairvoyance, hearing or seeing, then they might say to someone, well, that's just your intuition and intuition isn't animal communication. But in fact, claircognizance, clairknowing can be intuition. It can also be your gut telling you there's something wrong. (laughs) So... um, it's a little more complicated, I think, than most people ever really get exposed to. And I think this is a very valuable conversation to have. Well, communication is such an important
1: thing with the animals uh, as part of the trying to help out a situation, quote unquote, heal them. You know, whether it's a physical situation, uh, problem they have or a behavioral situation, which. You know, you could be the the humans are usually the problem there, but, it you know, it all depends. But communication at least helps get it started to try to figure out where to go. So, Ginny, how can intuition not be? little communication,
0: we're using our intuition. That's the whole point. Absolutely. We're, we're using our psychic senses. And I think sometimes intuition gets a bad rap. And I think sometimes being empathic gets a bad rap, but sort of conversely, because oftentimes people self-identify. And I don't mean to um, say that in any way, if you have labeled yourself an empath and that works for you, that's wonderful. But if we specifically talk about the eight psychic senses and Claire empathy itself, it's a very particular... Uh, ability. And I, most people who who say they are empathic actually have many of the other Claire abilities, that many of the other s- seven psychic senses, and it it often gets lumped into one. So sometimes it's half a dozen, six of the other. You, you know, and it it can be very confusing. And it's based on belief systems and the way people were trained and the way people. Um, if, for example, if the only only psychic ability one has uh, fostered or developed is only seeing and they only communicate with animals through pictures and then I have heard some people like that say that's the only way animals communicate is through pictures oh no and it, and and so this I think is the perfect opportunity to talk about how we are all communicating through the unified field constantly And the highest and I've done a really deep dive into this, I've done a really deep dive into quantum physics, I've done a really deep dive into very esoteric um, telepathic communication and the exchange of information, etc. And what I have found is that information is exchanged, actually at a very high level through geometry, sound, And thoughts create geometry, and so your field interprets the geometry according to your level of consciousness and your level of ability that you have fostered within you. My field, would you repeat that again? That was good stuff. Repeat it again. We are constantly creating our thoughts, create pictures, the pictures create geometry, our voice. Creates geometry. Sound creates geometry. Look up cymatics. Um, now, now, very few people uh, go out and study as many different, uh, you know, healing modalities as I did. And so, it 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 really is um, a labor of absolute curiosity and dedication to go so far as to really get into quantum physics and study the nature of the universe and energy and how um, sound and color and vibration and human thoughts create scalar waves. I, I mean, it's it's so fascinating. Oh, scalar what I was, wave, awesome, yes.
1: Yeah. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, I really would like to talk about um, the use of scalar waves in healing animals too, but let's finish this thought, and that is that when our field is constantly communicating, if you communicating, if you and I were in the same room or across the room from one another, there is data and information being exchanged through our consciousness. Consciousness is energy, our energy field is consciousness. And we communicate through symbol. Now each person their energy field and consciousness interprets those symbols according to their level of consciousness that they have achieved in this life. And it's definitely a reflection of how old and how much experience the soul has had that it brings into this life. Some people are just automagically just so telepathically gifted. Right. And some yes. struggle to develop those gifts. I love and that so, word automatically. Oh, I use that word all the time. <laughs> I love it. So, um, The process of our field interpreting through the eight psychic senses is relative to the evolution of consciousness that we have achieved as a soul and the level of healing that we have achieved as a human being. And by healing, I mean, firstly, everything is energy. Everything is consciousness. Secondly, where is our consciousness expressing itself at what chakra? So if our consciousness is expressing itself through our first chakra, then we are afraid of death. If we're afraid of death, that's a very, that's frankly just a very low level of consciousness. If we don't realize that we go on and continue forever and we are infinite beings and we are operating from a fear of death, That's a, from a human perspective, low level of consciousness, first chakra expression of consciousness. So as we heal those lower chakras and our consciousness begins to express beyond the heart chakra, opening the heart chakra, which we mentioned, you know, 15 minutes ago, Mm -hmm. and then the throat chakra and then the sixth chakra. The third eye chakra, that's where we begin to operate, access, manifest, communicate through a sense of oneness, Christ consciousness, et cetera, and and beyond. And so dependent upon where our consciousness is expressing itself, when the information comes in through the crown chakra, from the soul star chakra, there are literally different screens, different ways to interpret the information. And if we are not yet healed, if we have unhealed wounds at any of these levels, the information can get altered according to our perception or according to our beliefs that are perpetuated subconsciously through unhealed wounds. So some people receive at a very soul level, a higher self level. Some people perceive through the third eye. Some people receive through the transmediumship space uh, in the back of the throat chakra. It's very, very complicated.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I'm just absorbing this back of the throat chakra, absorbing information. Would that cause throat problems and throat glitches? A uh, coughing, tickle in the throat kind of a thing could it manifest itself physically as
0: an uh, trying to get your own attention yes and it can be a hundred other things the throat Mm. chakra while we are expressing our consciousness through our lower chakras is connected to all of the lower chakras so when we have unhealed wounds people call it being triggered we have triggers Um, we're we're reactive Um, we get angry quickly sad quickly Um, guilt, shame quickly, these triggers, our throat chakra is connected to the lower chakras until we heal them and release that connection, until we open the heart, and all of the wounds of the heart are expressed through the voice, through the throat chakra. So yes, and, 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 and. It can be mm-hmm. many, many, many things. For me, when I'm working with people, my my voice is like a barometer for how much more energy we need to release before we can move on to the next thing. So I've asked um, For that type of clarity, where I might feel like I have a tickle or a frog in my throat. um, And when my voice clears up, then we're able to move on to the next subject or address the next issue. Fascinating. And it's just one tiny part. Yeah. And another thing is, and I think people don't talk about this enough, there's a stigma associated with it. But as humans, we've had a lot of trauma, we've disassociated. And when we dissociate and we are not occupying our body, any other energy or being that exists out there can float on in and take up that space. And so there are many times... And, um, you know, years ago, I healed a couple of these issues in myself, or was able to become aware of these types of issues and release where other energies were operating in that space. And um, I realized that that was affecting my ability. And of course, i that's one of the reasons why I, people kept telling me to be a healer or I should do this work professionally. And I was really refusing because I knew that I had an imbalance energetically. And I, and I waited until I felt I was far enough down the journey. I had accumulated enough intellectual understanding and had enough discernment to know when I shouldn't or shouldn't work, who I should or shouldn't accept as a client and how it was appropriate to work with others or not. And and today I operate on something called compassionate wisdom which means I don't actively engage in healing anyone. I share with them messages from their soul and they get to choose what to do with the information. If they want to let it go, look at it, heal it, et cetera, even animals. That's how oh, I Oh
1: Yes. That's what I was just going to say. So when you do that with animals, that gives them the choice. It makes them feel heard because they are heard. And then so how do you turn around then and give them the suggestions to heal themselves?
0: Well, theres it's a little more complicated as well. But for, one of the things I do is I look at their entire energy field and I, I determine if they're communicating with their guides. Are they able to telepathically communicate? Are they able to um to manage their own energy are they in alignment are, do they remember that they're an infinite being and are they communicating with the with the collective of what whatever it might be dog or cat or um you know the oversoul of the horse or what have you and in those cases my primary focus is to help the animals remember that they are these infinite sovereign beings the same as us humans Um, and to help them remember that they can communicate with their guides and get help from their guides and release these energies. And there are many reasons why they don't. And firstly, in domestication, a lot of animals are taken from their mothers too soon. And so they just simply don't remember the mother wasn't able to say, Hey, this is what it means to be a dog on the planet. And this is how we manage our energy. And this is how we, um, you know, this is your purpose in this life, or this is what it means uh, to to utilize your energy for the benefit of uh, manifesting your purpose in this life. Is, it, is that making sense? Yes. So y- you want to have the animal connect to
1: their, uh, not breed consciousness, their animal consciousness within that species. Their oversoul. Yes. So you yeah. want to and- be able to have them connect to that it's like when we connect to our higher selves is um yes
0: similar. Is, it is exactly correct it is exactly the same wow yes. And then they have guides. And I will say, well, you have these guides standing next to you. Do you know that they're your guide? Oh, I always wondered who those were. (laughs) I always wondered why they were hanging around me. You know, but animals in domestication for thousands of years now, many for hundreds, many for thousands of years, have just simply forgotten who they are. They've just forgotten. And uh, it happens every week and it's phenomenal to see them reclaim their power and remember that they have the same golden light inside of them that I have inside of me. And so, for example, I will say, can you see my energy to a dog? And they'll say yes. And I'll ask, what does it look like to you? And they'll say maybe a color or, you know, and that will give us a hint as to what psychic senses they're operating with. And not only that, but the way I hear them, whether they're giving me pictures, whether I'm feeling their body, it will give me a clue as to what psychic senses they're using. And it will help me be able to communicate with them in turn in the most effective way. And this is
1: fascinating. Um, and we're out of time. Oh don't. Can, I know. Um. You're gonna hang out with me for another minute and talk with me again uh, as we wrap this up, okay? I'm I'm making you stay, okay? <laughs> this is Jenny Tiplonsky, animal communicator and equine medicine facilitator at Heart of the Horse dot US. Find out more about her at Heart of the Horse dot US. And thank you for hanging out with me at Mind Body Pause, Holistic Living for you and your animals. I'm Charlie Kale. If you need some de-stressing and want to boost your immune system in the process contact me about doing Distant Healing Reiki over Zoom or FaceTime for you or your animals. Anywhere. It's charliekale.com charliekale.com. Past shows are on there as well. Plus on my page at Empower Radio, past Ginny Jablonski shows are on there as well. And we have some good past shows, especially one about equine therapy, which is worth listening to again as well. Thanks to my sponsor, Communication with All Life University with Joan Renquet, an in-person and online accredited university program devoted to helping you develop your skills in animal communication and energy healing which become just life-changing as you heal yourself so go to joanranquette.com take care and remember no matter what's going on with your animals don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you're doing the best you can they know it they chose you anyway they love you for it mind body pause is a guilt-free zone see you next time